Welcome to the Fierce Life Podcast, powered by Zeiss Hunting Optics, Hornady Manufacturing, and Fierce Firearms, home of the lightest, most deadly accurate rifles ever. And now, your host, John Mogul. Well, hey, Fierce Nation. Welcome to podcast number 26. We're here at headquarters today. A special shout out to our sponsors of the podcast, Hornady and Zeiss, uh, obviously both great brands that we use every day here at Fierce Firearms, so thank you for your support. Uh, today I've got Gage Mogul in with me and Ryan Howder, who is our head engineer here at Fierce, and we're, we're going to be talking uh, about the Carbon MZ and then also mainly black bear hunting for now. I mean, geez, I've been out hunting. I took uh, my youngest son, Creed, who's been in college playing a little baseball and just finished up and so i finally got him out in the mountains we uh had the great opportunity of going to the white mountain known for the big elk huh yeah down there in arizona so i made the uh he he was out working he's out doing a, a sales job this summer i picked him up in phoenix uh, which was a eight hour drive for me and then we drove over to the white mountain another couple hours met up with one of our good friends uh Trey Woods and his son, and uh, another group of guys there. But man, it was it was cool. White Mountains, uh, it's a cool place. You ever been down there? I haven't, but not only does it have big elk, but it looks like it's got big bears too. But it's got the results. Big bears, big bears. When I got there, we uh, our outfitter told us uh, Jim Shockey actually hunted with him a few years back, uh, which was pretty amazing. Where Jim Shockey guides for bears that's what he does for a living up there well as part of his living but he's been a bear hunter all these years but i guess up where he hunts the skulls just don't quite get boone and crockett size so he went down with them and killed a booner so yeah the big old bears down there so gage you've been out hunting black bears too huh you've been up in idaho been trying the diy as you'd say but yeah we've been going out the last two not the last two weeks, but we've been up there twice trying to make it happen. And? First trip, we got close. Shot at one. Didn't seal the deal. Wounded wounded him. But, uh, yeah. Wounded we, him? What happened? Uh, you know, you always hear the no man's land, and I think that's where my bullet found its home. And everything ended up being good. We went up looking. I uh, didn't find any blood or rain bear. Yeah decent i mean for a spot and stock over the counter tag i just said it was probably about average a little above average nice yeah i went up looking didn't find any blood Uh, i rained real hard that night but all's good we seen the bear that next night right back in the same place yep did you shoot him again no we i got a little further back to get a little wider view see if i could find him or see anything far away i was like about a mile out when he came back out right where I shot at him. Oh, my, that's nothing for a fierce. Come on, bud. <laughs> don't want to wound. <laughs> don't wound, wound, wound him anymore. <laughs> Even though it didn't seem to phase uh, him. Mr. Ryan, have you hunted black bears before? I haven't myself. I've tagged along with a few hunts, and I hunt vicariously through you guys and through our <laughs> shop manager, Kyle, seeing all the trail cam picks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Creed's, his was quite the hunt. He, uh, really cool camp up there in the White Mountains where he was at. We, uh, they had wall tents up. I mean, big old, uh, 
tent that they used for cooking, how to cook there. It was awesome. Just kind of a traditional camp setup, which was nice. The tent was right by the river, put you to sleep every night when you went to bed. But the first night out, we, uh, you know, the, the guide's like, hey, there's some big bears here, but the ones hitting this bait are nocturnal. And, you know, we'll see if he comes out. The rut's just starting, so maybe that'll change some things. And, heck, we weren't in the... We weren't set up more than an hour, and out came this big bear. Creed smoked him with the old, with uh, the Reaper, three hundred PRC, yeah. two twelves. Just spanked him. He rolled him and and uh, only went about forty yards. So it was cool. That's that's that gun's second bear kill, right? I guess yours as well. That is. Speaking of bears, last year, do it yourself. I drew the Manti tag, and we went up. You went up, I should say, and baited, set up all the baits, and. We set up uh, about what three three right at three hundred yeah. three hundred yards, and christened that gun with uh, a black bear, and then Creed yeah. shot his. So it's two for two, two for two, baby. So if you're wondering, is three hundred PRC big enough for a bear? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So that was fun. Uh, what else in the hunt world before we dive into this stuff? Oh, I'm sure I, everybody's a little excited. Everybody should know what they're drawing. What'd you guys draw? Right. I got muzzleloader deer this year. So muzzleloader deer. Muzzleloader. I got archery deer, so I'll be flipping some sticks. And you're dedicated, so you got all three. No, last year was my last year dedicated, so I'm archery only this year. Dedicated in Utah allows you to hunt archery rifle and muzzleloader, so Gage is out on that. But the good news for me, I drew a big bull tag took me 15 points up our local mountain uh for muzzleloaders so it sounds like me and ryan will be using muzzleloaders and that rolls us right into our next part of the conversation here at fierce we've been we've been playing around with a muzzleloader for what what's it been two three years at least maybe more yeah probably more uh, we came out with a, a carbon barrel long range muzzleloader, and you know they've all, all the versions have been great. The they all fir- shoot, yeah. They all shoot good. Have you? Did you have the very first version with the? Yeah, the UML primers. With, is that what you still have now? Yep, that's the one I still have. So that was the first one we came out with. We went off that ultimate muzzleloader primer because at the time that was the most popular, and then as Bad things happen, and one of the most iconic American companies, Remington Arms, went bankrupt. All of a sudden, the ultimate muzzleloader primers that you could find in about every sporting goods store became impossible to find. Yeah. Just about like everything. When ammo and all that hit the fan, those have, were even have you, have you looked? Is it, Are they coming back? Is anyone making those now that Remington's done? Or I don't think so. I mean... I mean, there's a few out there, but it's... it's Some aftermarket guys are making them? Yeah, it's the same as 28 nozzler, so to say. It's crazy overpriced from what they used to be. And what case was that? Do you guys remember? Was it just a 308? Yeah, it was like a 308 case that was just cut off to the short length there. And I know we started making them on a lathe here Mm -hmm. because we had to get some customers some of those so they could shoot their guns. So we had some of our reloader guys and machinists turning them on a lathe and priming them and getting them taken care of but so with with what happened there we changed our system and uh today 
what are we using? What do we got? We've just announced we have, after a few variations and changes, we've come up with some, what I feel are some really cool, not cool, but just great features and designs. We've now put purpose-built features into the muzzleloader that really make it fantastic. Um, Ryan, won't you tell us about a few of them? Yeah, I think some of the biggest things we've done here is we've switched to the arrowhead ignition system. Why we, did we do that? <clears throat> a lot of that was from like what you were just saying with those UML cases getting to be hard to find. We switched over to the Arrowhead Gen 2 module system, and it also uses a large rifle magnum primer, so you can get a little more consistent ignition, a hotter burn, and they can withstand some higher pressures to where last year on the uh, management hunt at the Muscolero, I took at one of the prototypes down and I was pushing a 300 grain bullet at 2,500 feet a second. And that's cooking pretty that good is, with Blackhorn. That is cooking for Blackhorn for sure. So that's one of the big improvements we've made here is switching over to that system. And then those modules are reusable. They're readily available. We're sending some with the gun when you buy it. And coupled with that, we've come up with a new barrel for our muzzle loaders uh, to tame that much pressure and that much power coming out the end of the muzzle we had to up our contour a little bit add a little weight so you can still shoot it without flying off the top of the ridge you're shooting on <laughs> yeah and i think we've done a good job we've tamed it to a point where it's very similar to shooting like a seven mag people can still handle to shoot it but you get that velocity and that much knockdown power and um, we've gone with this new c3 carbon barrel uh, with our own side port muzzle brake uh, made out of titanium. That helps with the uh, smoke, so it goes out the side and not so much a standard muzzle brake with holes all the way around. You're getting smoke going everywhere, which can take away your sight after you fire, so that's a nice design for sure. And then one thing, too, uh, what we pick up? Didn't we pick up 200 feet per second on the speed by just changing the ignition system? Wasn't that on average what we were seeing? Yeah, between the new ignition system and the new barrel, we picked up. 200 feet a second from the from the last ultimate muzzleloader uh ignition system so i think it's just that much more consistent and um yeah that's that's significant that's significant improvements right there um what do you like about some of the changes on here gauge on this new muzzleloader uh like you said that the uml i feel like you're going to this arrowhead system you're getting a lot better like I said, your your burn rate or whatever is getting, obviously, getting more speed, so a little bit more accurate. I can tell you mine mine shoots good, but these new ones shoot really good. Yeah. Yeah, our old muzzle loaders are great. This is just an improvement. Um, one thing, too, uh, we what we've did on the action is we put the bolt release uh, more towards the window of the action. So, therefore, as your bolt comes back, it doesn't go back all the way, and it leaves the face of your bolt out in the action window. And the reason we did that, whereas a normal action obviously comes all the way back, and so it, you can load another round up through the magazine. Obviously, muzzleloader does not have the mag. You don't need the use there. And the reason we left that out is so then you can take that arrowhead ignition system, that primer, and just slide it in, slide it in the bolt face right there. Instead of some of our older systems, when we first came out with this, we left the bolt the same back back in the gun, and it was a fight. It was really a fight to get that little module 
in the bolt face. And so now uh, Ryan and the crew have changed that design and it's beautiful. Just the ease of use now, um, that just slides right in, goes right in your gun, push it forward and you're locked and loaded. Yeah, exactly. That was one of the things I noticed when we were out R&D in the gun on that elk hunt. Is that where that idea came from? Yeah. It was, what happened? Was it like a monkey doing something to a basketball? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> You're trying to use both hands just to put this little module in there, and like, we can do better than that. So the time you got your module in, the elk was gone? Yeah, it was like, get out of the truck, put the module in, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now it's, yeah, it just slips in. Beautiful. Um, and then when you take it out, you still have to take it out with your hand. Obviously, it does not eject. But and then you slip another one in there, reload your gun, you're off to the races. So ease of use on this new muzzle order is perfect. And one thing too to mention about it, we so just some standard features. It's our two lug action. Um, it's the muzzle loader, the MZ bolt stop for easy reloading. It's our 70 degree bolt throw action. Uh, we're using still has the Bixen Andy Dakota trigger, so that's tunable from one to three pounds. Comes standard. Where we set them about two and a half, two and a quarter, yeah, two and a quarter, two and a half. So great weight. Comes with our rival style stock with the adjustable comb, which is fantastic, and the integral bipod rail. So, I mean, really, this is built as a long range muzzleloader. Anything over. 200 yards with a muzzleloader, in my opinion, is long range. And so to be able to shoot three, four, even 500 yards with a muzzleloader is extreme long range. And if you're going to do that, you need a good setup. So the bipod where you lay down prone, do a bipod, adjustable cheek, a nice uh, vertical pistol grip like on a rival, uh, all the all the things that will help you shoot with a proper technique to make a long-range shot. And what you've been, Gage, you've been hunting with muzzleloaders the past three, four years pretty heavy. What's some of the, tell us about some of your hunts and animals you've harvested with the muzzleloader. Yeah, I mean. And the ranges. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the last three years have probably been the chances I've got to use it the most. But the first year, I mean, the furthest shot we took was when I was guiding, I had a client shoot a bull at 450 yards and nice. it was one and done through the front shoulders. It's, it's awesome to have the confidence that you can have in these muzzleloaders where you, like you said, 200 yards. I remember clear back when we went to Colorado and like you said, it was a scramble or a gamble to hit 200 yards. Yeah. But knowing that you can get within that three to 400 yard range and know you're going to be able to make a lethal shot is is awesome but well, especially with talking utah i mean obviously states where you can't use a scope and different things it changes the variables in that but states where you can use a scope man 500 yards is actually possible right yeah it's doable actually did you shoot just here with a muzzleloader yeah i shot my big mule deer last year with a muzzleloader he was right at 420 yards and then i guided another client this last year and he killed his bull at 5'11". 5'11". Yeah, that was when he shot. Jeez. Yeah. And you're seeing good penetration. Those What bullet were you yeah, shooting? Yeah, I was shooting the, the Black Maxes, the Parkers. Nice. Yeah. Nice, and they fly well. And so um, so these, these muzzleloaders are going to come with a 24-inch barrel standard, uh, our carbon C3 barrel. 
Um, we optimize the contour for weight and performance. This is smokeless rated. Is that right? It is. Some of the smokeless loads, we've been pushing those same 300 grainers, three grand. 3,000 feet. Yeah. I know Jared uh, down there in the shop's got one, and he's been he's been pretty proud of some of the velocities getting. Is is that the – were you testing them through his or yours as well? Yeah, I've shot mine as well. Uh, this one on the table here, for those on YouTube, this is hopefully my deer killer this year. <laughs> uh, but we were pushing the Pittman 300 grainers at three grand, super consistent. It How shot, was the recoil? Oh, it lets you know. <laughs> it's manageable i call it more like a th a lightweight 300 prc yeah to where if That's you practice bad. you can do it you can handle it but to just hand it to a new shooter maybe not the first choice but gotcha how was the accuracy are you seeing better accuracy through the smokeless or about the same about the same i think a lot of it is just finding the load for your barrel yeah and this particular rifle i was shooting multiple groups that were in the point threes with various charges, various loads. But one point on the accuracy I think it's worthwhile to touch on is uh, the bullet selection. Like Gage was saying, he's shooting those Parkers. I was shooting the Pittmans. A uh, big part of the accuracy with this is using the size-to-bore bullets to where you get perfect perfect bore-to-bullet alignment. I think that's where a big advantage in the accuracy comes compared to old muzzle loaders, so that you can really reap the rewards of that added charge weight with the new ignition system. So you don't get very much gas leakage at all around the bullet. And, and I'm just looking at some targets. Speaking of accuracy, uh, you guys brought up some targets. We've got Pittman 300 grain Acumaxes. I mean, we're you guys are there's half inch groups here. We're just one hole. We've got some. Parkers, the best target here is probably out of some Parkers, um, 300s. Here's some 327 Parkers, some 275 Pittmans. It looks like about anything you're feeding through these is shooting really well. So, I mean, that's awesome stuff, huh? So, and with that, we're giving an accuracy guarantee of one MOA on this on this new carbon mz um the weight bear guns coming in at eight pounds we used to build some lighter but we found the bark wasn't worth the the bite wasn't worth the bark maybe yeah i think for sure and really for what's out there on the market this is still an extremely light muzzle loader yeah everything i compare it to that's out there you're coming in nine and a half pounds bear gun which this particular setup uh, without the bipod, I'm 9.6 scoped up, ready to go. So oh, sweet. it's still lighter than most of the competition. Okay, so what we're gonna do, what we're doing here at Fierce, is we have two versions of the of the muzzleloader. We have the Carbon MZ standard, comes at eight pounds. Um, stock colors are limited. We're not getting given too many choices on this. Um, the one we have here in front of us is the Armor Black and Urban. <clears throat> um, included with your gun, you get 20 re reusable modules. It comes with a sweet little uh, red powder funnel, which is nice because what's, why did we design it like that? Yeah, with the side port brake we have uh, to divert all the smoke and gas, you got to be able to get the powder down to the barrel. And so the funnel gets past those side baffles and perfect into gets, the boom zone. Gets all your grains in there. Um, also comes with a ramrod with a spin jag. The breech plug wrench, 
hand priming tool and the deep priming punch. So basically, does that give the shooter everything he needs? Yep, get some bullets and powder, and you're off to the races. Yeah, we don't provide the bullet and the powder. Those primers are reusable, right? Yep, it just takes a large rifle uh, primer. We've had better luck running the large rifle magnums for that hotter burn. So is that the hand priming tool and deep prime punch? That's what those are for to help yep. you. comes with the tools you need to reprime that. Um, and then we also offer a deluxe package. The DLX package includes a bullet sizer. Uh, sub MOA target with low data. So we're actually going to shoot that for you, find out what ammo shoots under the one inch, and then we'll, we'll give you the load information and, um, and then we'll verify the BC for your ballistic calculations. Does that sound about right? Yeah. I think that's a pretty cool offering too, because as you size those bullets to your bore, your BC changes a little with your different speeds, it changes a little. So we can just tell the end user, use this number in your app and start learning to call wind. Yeah, exactly. Why do you say that? With these uh, big bullets not going as fast as like a center fire, wind makes a big difference. Yeah, the uh, the amount of wind drift is a little bit mind-blowing, actually. It's huge. And when you bring customers here and they shoot it, they even have a hard time wrapping wrapping their mind around it because everyone thinks, oh, that big heavy bullet should buck the wind, but not so much, huh? No. We had a guy in here last week, one of Gage's customers was in and he was shooting and he wanted to shoot our steel at 400 and I gave him the wind call. I think it was like four minutes at 400 he's like there's no way i was like trust me and he didn't quite hold that and he missed because of it he didn't trust you <laughs> yep. sucker <laughs> yeah so that's the one thing it'll definitely teach you, how, you you need to practice with these like any other firearm if you're going to uh try and take animals at a long range and um wind is one of the trickiest parts of figuring that out especially with these muzzle loaders because those bullets get pushed a lot more than you would think and the spin drift will come into play, too, a lot more with those bigger bullets, too. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Um, so that's the new uh, Carbon MZ Pro, boys. What do you think about it? Think we can sell a few? I think we can sell a few, and hopefully they're in front of a few big animals this year. What's the price? Anyone remember the price that we just came out with this bad boy? Great question, boss. Good On question. your standard model, we're looking thirty-two ninety-nine. That includes the toolkit and everything on there. And then stepping up to the deluxe package with all the load data and everything verified, we're looking at thirty-nine ninety-nine. Perfect. So when you look at the competition and who who is our competition? I know Gunworks makes a muzzle order. Knowing Gunworks, it's double or triple the price. Probably not a whole lot better. Uh Best of the West, I believe, has a muzzleloader out. I see those at the trade shows. I think it's around seven grand bare muzzleloader. Does that sound about right? Yep. Um, honestly, I don't know what's comparable to this. I mean, you it's comparable to those guns, but half the price. Um, I know uh, who was the one. Oh, it's lost my mind right here. I can't think. Who well, there's, was? there's one that's. I definitely feel this like this one is a step up. Bergara makes one. That's who I was thinking. Bergara. What was that one called? The Paramount. The Paramount. And from what I understand, I'm not sure if that's still in production, but it was clear up to almost two grand. Yeah. And not even in the ballpark of this bad boy. Yeah. 
Um, so when you do your homework and compare what this uh, muzzleloader pro, the MZ Pro, gives you, um, I don't think you're going to be disappointed. No. And, and once again, why hunt with a muzzleloader? Because there's more opportunities. And what do I mean by that? You just said, I mean, it's the same with, for me, I feel like your best chance to pattern a deer is archery, and then you're just getting that advantage. In most states, you get the advantage to come before a rifle guy, but you still get the chance to hunt the deer when they're patternable or elk when they're in the rut, like your case. But Yeah. And honestly, usually a better draw odds. Yeah. A lot of hunters don't look to the muzzleloader because they think, oh, I don't want to mess with the muzzleloader, and therefore... A lot of guys don't put in for muzzleloader, but it's some of your best hunts in the country, your muzzleloader hunts. Yeah. For sure. I mean, this gun on the table for me is one to two more deer hunts every two year, every 10 years. Yeah, absolutely. Just because of switching those seasons, getting those better draw odds. Yep. Yep, exactly. And so for, for you hardcore hunters out there, if you have not been putting in for muzzleloader hunts, uh, this might be a great opportunity to do it. Get you a new Fierce Carbon MZ Pro. Get familiar with it. 45 cal is the only caliber we're doing. The reason is we just don't like the 50 cal. It doesn't shoot as well as we'd like it to. And we just found the 45 cal outperformed it so much more. We just, we're just we just sticking with the 45 cal. <clears throat> so all you guys that are going to email and call and say, do you do it in a 50? The answer is no. Will we down the road? Maybe, but doubtful. Um, we're just going to stick with this bad boy, this 45 and ride it out and, uh, just focus on putting out probably, we're not even going to put out a lot of these, maybe only three, four or 500 a year. And, um, you know, it's going to be a, a priced gun. I think, uh, not a lot out there and, and for what, for what you get, just freaking a great value. Give us a call, check us out on the web. Order your Carbon MZ right now. We have all the parts in, so we probably could get you one in, what would you guess would be the lead time? Two to three months, maybe? Yeah, probably two to three months, depending on when you get that order placed. Yeah. Yep, I think so. Um, we've got barrels in, barrel blanks in, so we can do all the work on them. Obviously, we make our own stocks. Or we've got our own actions all ready to go. The new bolts redesign. We just got a new batch done for those. So, yeah, really, we can start building these bad boys. So give us a call, get your order in, and up your odds on harvesting a big old, big old buck or elk or whatever it may be you're hunting. But that's it. That's what we got going on in the Fierce Life today. Um, ah, well, hopefully we're back sooner than later. Hopefully and talking more hunting and getting ready for the hunting season. So, uh Anyhow, thanks for joining us. We will be with you again shortly. Thank you for spending your time with the Fierce Nation. A special thanks to our great sponsors, Zeiss Hunting Optics and Hornady Manufacturing. For more info on Fierce Rifles, products, or events, check out our website, www.fiercearms.com, or send us a message through any of our social media channels.